Hello all, welcome back. This is Podcast 5, and again, this is Raghu Banda. And today in this Podcast 5, we'll be going into some more details about SAP S4 HANA uh, with uh, machine learning on the side-by-side models. Like in the last podcast, we discussed about how we have enhanced the business processes by embedding machine learning into that. Uh, we discussed some of the architecture concepts behind that. Uh, now in this episode or in this podcast, the podcast five, the focus is more on uh, how you could build machine learning services that, is, that are sitting outside of SAP S4 HANA, uh, but that can be consumed by the S4 HANA processes or the other third party applications. So let us uh, get into the meat of this discussion here. As I've explained in the earlier podcast, or if you have been following my blog series, you know that I've been talking about the intelligent enterprise and how the main interaction is happening between the three pillars, right? You have the data, you have the intelligent algorithms, and you have the business processes. So now, as you know, nowadays you have these enterprises which have humongous amount of data and they have a lot of data available a lot of uh, applications available and then a lot of business processes there if you can leverage the algorithms intelligently uh, in the right in the right way you could kind of uh, gain much more prominence to the business processes or to the uh, enterprise processes that we are doing in on a regular basis. <clears throat> well, um, in the podcast uh, four, when we are talking about the embedded machine learning uh, scenarios or the architecture, there in that podcast, the main concept or the main, the main focus has been that the data, the applications, and the algorithms, everything were in the S4 HANA stack because we always want to bring the golden rule of algorithms to the data, right? Now, on the side-by-side model approach, it is a little different. The applications might be sitting on SAP S4 HANA or any third party, and this third party can be also on SAP Cloud Platform. But the, the, the main difference here is that your algorithms and the data, they are, sitting in on the SAP Cloud Platform. Why, why, what is the reason behind that? So there are scenarios where you need much more amount of uh, humongous amount of data and you can connect to any of these uh, third-party data sc- hyperscalers or other um, data lakes or other data sources. That is one aspect. The second thing is that you might want to leverage uh, complex algorithms like the uh, deep learning techniques, which include um, text recognition or image recognition or voice recognition or video recognition. So th- all these things require a lot of data and also additional techniques. You can again still have the SAP HANA libraries, but it can also leverage the additional libraries from Tensor, Google TensorFlow or the Python library. So that is where we are now f- going. So in that in that aspect, what is now happening? we will look into some of these concepts 
uh, and how we have built the architecture uh, to leverage the side-by-side -side machine learning models where the machine learning models are sitting as services on the SAP Cloud Platform. Okay, and they can be leveraging, again, one of the approaches, whether either uh, the AI foundation services or the foundation framework, which again is sitting on the SAP Cloud Platform, where you could leverage the deep learning techniques and the other sense TensorFlow libraries and Python libraries, or you can have a hybrid of algorithms mixed with SAP HANA libraries. Or you could also leverage the other aspect of using SAP data intelligence. So either you could leverage the AI foundation layer or the AI foundation services, which predominantly you can use that and you can build complex algorithms. And your data is also sitting on cloud platform, SAP cloud platform, and you build the service. And this service can be consumed by SAP S4 HANA business processes or your third party apps. That is one approach. Now the other approach on the side-by-side -side models is that you could also leverage the SAP data intelligence aspect or SAP data intelligence uh, product, which is again on the SAP cloud platform and uh, build additional uh, uh, algorithms or additional services, machine learning services. The little difference is that with SAP Data Intelligence, now you could, it is it, it is available as an important component in this machine learning architecture. Uh, it is designed for the cloud and deployable in the cloud, whether in the hybrid or on-premise landscapes. Predominantly, when you have data coming from different data sources or you, uh, or you are working with some hyperscaler platforms. So um, that is the main difference, right? Now, let us take a bit and understand uh, what are the different use cases that can be dealt with here, right? With uh, SAP Data Intelligence that is sitting on top of the cloud platform. Um, so you can deal with a lot of structured or unstructured data, streaming data, or you could uh, do different integration approaches, whether it is near, near, near real time or real time or batch processing, or you could also do different processing patterns, whether it is offline, online, etc. The main key capabilities, I would say, are data connectivity and orchestration, data governance and cataloging, end-to-end lifecycle management of these machine learning models. The number four is a one integrated solution. And then you have a hybrid and a cloud multi-cloud deployment. And number six is native integration capability. So these are the main six different capabilities that you get with data intelligence. Going back, data connectivity and orchestration is mainly how you can leverage to connect to these different types of structured or unstructured or streaming data coming in from different landscapes. You can integrate with your flexible data pipelines that you have. And you can orchestrate these data processing across these highly different distributed landscapes. That is one aspect of it. Second, the data governance and cataloging. You can access 
the huge metadata management system uh, which has this cataloging aspects of it you can profile the data you can do um, the data discovery and you can also make sure that the, this the it also kind of gives your it team members and the flexibility and control uh, that they require in a very trusted uh, source and the data is accurately discoverable so that is the second aspect third aspect is obviously end-to-end -end life cycle management of these machine learning models right you're building machine learning models just like how while when we are doing this building of this machine learning models in the embedded approach here on this side-by-side -side approach as well you could leverage the ISLM framework the integrated scenario life cycle management and you can build these you can manage these models end-to-end -end between these uh, and then um, obviously the fourth important aspect here is that it's uh, available as one integrated solution but what it means is that sap data intelligence it includes data pipelining capabilities orchestration capabilities machine learning capabilities and metadata capabilities all in one single solution this is very valuable right because all the hyperscalers whether it is the aws or azure or your gcp um, or the other uh, sources you have there are different services for these functionalities right uh, all, all you can easily integrate um, between them and then you can get there might be uh, systems or there might be customers who are using some of these data scalers uh, the data coming in uh, and then the fifth aspect is that hybrid and multi-cloud deployment, right? You can, uh, SAP data intelligence is available both as a service in the cloud platform, SAP cloud platform, and also it also is available as a bring your own product. It, it is basically built on Kubernetes since it is its initial design. And it's, uh, you can, uh, it allows you to deploy the same solution in any hyperscaler, private cloud, or on-premise data centers. And finally, like I said, the native integration capabilities are very, very good. Uh, it uses all the relevant open source technologies and open standards. Uh, it has the capability of, uh, it's also capable of kind of natively integrating and reusing the different SAP data sources and engines. So typically the data intelligence, SAP data intelligence pipelines can natively, they can integrate into your ABAP application applications. They can also orchestrate the SAP business warehouse process chains, SAP data services jobs, SAP HANA flow graphs, or execute SAP HANA streaming analytics scenarios and integrate all these into the SAP cloud platform applications. So those are the different uh, key capabilities of leveraging data intelligence, SAP data intelligence, when we are building the machine learning models as part of your side-by-side -side machine learning. Uh, before going further, I want to kind of give a quick, uh, a brief 
life cycle, a typical life cycle overview of SAP data intelligence, which, which can be into these different phases. The, the first phase obviously is the data management. Then you have the, in the data management phase with the help of the tools you have, you can help profile or prepare and merge the data and the data science teams can help uh, rapidly to get these data sets and they can move on to the next phase. And the next phase is like uh, your experimentation phase, wherein the data scientists can have access to developing different models and data, SAP data intelligence provides the tools that they need, uh, like your Jupyter notebooks and the frameworks they require might be like an R framework or a Python framework or TensorFlow. Uh, they can also use the open source frameworks like, or they can use SAP frameworks in Bitman using the APL and PAL algorithms. So they can leverage these frameworks, build the pre-trained services, also build a visual pipeline GUI to orchestrate this. And these experiments can also be uh, built and you could leverage all this. And then finally, you can productize it. The third phase is productizing these models. Um, they're packaging these required assets, whatever you have built, like pipelines and model assets into a machine learning scenario. So in, in production, a team responsible for these different machine learning operations they can then easily take over and connect the production data to the new scenario, to the new intelligence scenario, what they are having. They can retrain the models. They can deploy the models to the model servers, and they can integrate with the business applications and start generating the insights. So the productization is also a very important feature, right? You have built your models. And like first, first you had to retrain your using the training data sets, you train the models and retrain them and then deploy these models into the different model servers, integrate with the business applications, whether it is on SAP S4HANA or the third party, and then start generating the insights. And once you are in the production phase, all these models can be centrally managed with a single cockpit in which uh, you have these ongoing testing, retraining, and the quality of these models can be monitored. So these are basically uh, the different ways or th these are the different uh, phases in SAP data intelligence. Uh, before we go further into the architecture of the side-by-side -side machine learning, I would like to take a brief pause so that you can kind of collect your thoughts and digest some of these things that I've uh, talked about. All right, let's continue further. Now that we have discussed very briefly about uh, the data intelligence aspect of it, SAP data intelligence, um, the key capabilities and the process, the different phases. Let us now go a bit more further into that and see what are the different uh, aspects that are used by the data scientists um, in the context of the data intelligence, right? Uh, 
So as we know, as you all know, the web applications uh, are indirectly calling uh, the web, uh, the the machine learning services that are built using SAP data intelligence, and they leverage they leverage the REST APIs, the Representative State Transfer APIs. Uh, both the tool and the backends that are providing these REST APIs are based out of the system application server, which will identically what ideally what they do is they are delegating the aspects like the user authentication and authorization to the platform the platform which we have the sap cloud platform now let us go further and understand what exactly is happening here uh, in the context of the side-by-side -side machine learning models that we are building so as we have been talking about sap data intelligence provides a data lake for the business data. So the application data can be extracted from S4 HANA for training these machine learning models. Right? So if you uh, uh, visualize this picture in your mind, you have your <coughs> SAP S4 HANA stack where you have your end-to-end -end business processes and you have your business applications, whether it is a machine learning application or a business application, let us put it. And you have your Fiori app Fiori application, Fiori UIs, I would say, the how you interact, and your or your conversational AI, which is where how you can interact on the S4 HANA stack, right? And on the SAP Cloud platform, you have your data intelligence platform or the AI foundation platform. Let us take uh, the data intelligence platform as an example. And here you have your application content, you have your building your machine learning scenarios with the help of the pipelines you have so you have a pipeline engine you have the data science tools you have the deep learning related information uh, or the techniques of the algorithms and then how you can monitor and operate this and then also you have your access to the business data lake so that is in a big picture that is how you have right your hana or your S4 HANA side, where you have your end-to-end -end processes and the business applications and the theories and conversational AI. And on the cloud platform side, where you have your data intelligence platform and the data intelligence platform having these tools. So for any pre or post-processing of the application data, the pipeline engine in the SAP data intelligence, it offers a graphical programming model which can create these pipelines. So typically a pipeline orchestrates this data ingestion, the training and the inference activities. It consists of uh, the different kinds of these operators and the data flows which are connecting these operators. These operators typically uh, can be predefined connectors to integrate your data sources, uh, leveraging the SAP technologies from say SAP data services or your HANA data mart or the SAP landscape uh, transformation replication server, the SLTs. Uh, or you can freely have the programmable options like a Python operator. So these, these, uh, <clears throat> these operators can be any kind of op connectors, right? For, ex for exposing your restful endpoints, the representation of uh, the uh, state transfer between these different web services. Uh, 
So, um, or it can also use the Python operators, right? So now for machine learning use cases or machine learning cases, what happens is it, the SAP data intelligence, it provides some specific uh, machine learning operators as well that we call uh, that indirectly, that directly call the functional services, whether it is your classification, image classification or other things uh, or any of the core services. Uh, that are provided by the uh, data intelligence uh, or by the hyperscalers, right? So, so what exactly is happening is that this operator concept, uh, with the operator concept, the SAP data intelligence is kind of uh, opening the doors um, to third-party frameworks where a data scientist can work. It can be with SAP frameworks like HANA PAL libraries, or it can be the third-party frameworks. There is, of course, uh, support for the embedded machine learning architecture that we have talked about in the earlier podcast, right, with the PAL and APL libraries using the ISLM framework. But using the same ISLM framework, now you can also expand to not only the HANA uh, SAP frameworks, but also the external frameworks. Uh, right, so, and now to uh, discuss a bit more into that, the pipeline engine, it's based out of uh, a scalable infrastructure, which is provided by, like I explained on, provided by the SAP Cloud Platform, right, and uh, or the Kubernetes, and it supports have different execution runtimes, whether it is, your um, example, your Python scripts or R scripts or the Spark machine learning, and it enables the connectivity to your SAP S4 HANA. So that is the overall um, idea. For deep learning scenarios, an additional, uh, you have a framework that enables training on this GPU infrastructure. Uh, uh, so what exactly happens is that to implement any of these machine learning use cases, applications must first define your machine learning scenarios and, the, and model the pipelines. SAP Data Intelligence, what it does is it organizes each of these machine learning use cases by their different artifacts or by their machine learning scenario. Right? So thus, what happens is that the machine learning scenario artifact, it contains all the development entities that are required for the implementation of a particular machine learning use case. So here what happens is that you have your inference and you have your pipeline now. Um, You're creating an intelligent scenario. Now uh, you have to create a training uh, pipeline and also an inference pipeline. Based out of that, first you do the training and then with the data sets, and then you kind of leverage, um, use the inference and attach that on the real data. So <laughs> these inference and training processes are also developed as pipelines so that they can uh, do sequential or parallel tasks. So for example, what happens is that each machine learning scenario, a training pipeline is provided, which receives the training data right from your SAP S4 HANA and then it processes the data to train the algorithms for a particular use case. The structured data is handled by 
this particular structured data is can is handled by a CDS operator and it's stored in SAP HANA, SAP HANA. Whereas the unstructured data is managed by an object store or a big data object store. So generally, what happens is that um, the saved application data can be deleted after the training run. But again, it depends uh, what you're trying to achieve here. Uh, so typically, the so what happens is that typically the machine learning capabilities are provided as a uh, built-in functionality to the right in the right place in the right person at the right time so that it can be leveraged in in a way you're getting all these capabilities with the sap data intelligence uh, platform that is sitting on top of your cloud platform sap cloud platform uh, the operation and the monitoring of these machine learning models are managed with different application administration applications like uh, the machine learning uh, operations cockpit it provides a variety of uh, views of uh, your currently deployed models and their runtime kpis and then produced art their uh, artifacts how they are uh, implemented you could also manually activate some of these scenarios and call the associated pipelines uh, uh, so in a way, the and of course your scenarios scheduling can also be. It also allows uh, to make some automated calls into the pipeline API. Yeah. Right. So those are some of the things. Let us now, now that we understood the basic uh, concepts of uh, what you have with the data intelligence, SAP data intelligence, the machine learning capabilities, and what exactly you have there, how do you use the pipelines uh, to build these machine learning scenarios using your uh, training pipelines and inference pipelines. Let us go a further more, a drill, uh, drill down into the uh, little more details about the integration between your data intelligence and the S4 HANA. So typically what's happening is, on the SAP S4 HANA side, an intelligence scenario uh, is the artifact you have corresponding to the machine learning scenario on the data intelligence scenario side. So typically, you always have a one-on-one -on -one kind of a relationship from your SAP S4 HANA side to your SAP data intelligence side for a particular intelligence scenario that you're trying to create. And it, it and uh, uh, the it, it's it, 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 the intelligence scenario is also kind of a design time artifact that you could think in that terms that typically represents a machine learning use case and also contains the metadata like the name the description of the use case so typically it come encompasses your ABAP class and that ABAP class and which implements the consumption API uh, of the particular machine learning model. So you have your machine learning model built on the SAP Cloud Platform and the SAP Data Intelligence side. On the S4 HANA side, you have your uh, intelligence scenario which spawns or kickstarts a, uh, a, uh, a, you have a one-on-one -on -one relationship between your S4 HANA intelligence scenario and the uh, instance on the data intelligence side. So you 
create, you have an ABAP class on the S4 HANA side, which the implementation of this ABAP class uh, provides the, actually does the consumption on the machine learning, cons consumes the machine learning model, which was created on the data intelligence side. Uh, so if we, uh, to, before we go into the pipeline uh, for model training and consumption for each of the machine learning use case, I want to kind of give you a quick wrap up about what we have discussed so far, right? So we said that we leverage your SAP cloud platform and on that you have either your AI foundation services or your SAP data intelligence. And with the SAP data intelligence, you have a one-on-one -on -one connection with the intelligence scenario that is on the S4 HANA side and how you're creating uh, how you are leveraging the machine learning model built on data intelligence into the uh, application, the business application that is running on S4 HANA. Let us take a brief pause and then come back and continue on the aspects of the inference pipelines and the training pipelines before we wrap up this uh, podcast file. <clears throat> because that is that will be kind of giving you a um, closure to the topic. Okay, let us now continue further and look into the aspects of uh, the data intelligence and how we are creating this machine learning scenario, right? So as we briefly discussed, in SAP data intelligence, which is now sitting on the SAP cloud platform, a pipeline for the model training and consumption is provided for each machine learning use case, right? The training pipeline, it reads the necessary uh, application data based on the CDS extraction view, which is on your S4 HANA side, uh, on, uh, provided from the S4 HANA application. So these pipelines, they are exposed via these REST services, right? Uh, which we are talking about and they can be invoked by the S4 HANA. The training REST service generally has a, has a standardized signature. It can be generically, it can be called from your ISLM framework. So this is the important point, right? IS, this is where we are kind of connecting the ISLM framework, which we have talked about in depth in our podcast four, which is where, how we use that framework to leverage the SAP libraries, the HANA PAL and APL. Now in the same way, this is where you're using the ISLM framework. In that way, you're connecting your uh, data intelligence, the models that are created on data intelligence, SAP data intelligence, and connecting to the intelligence scenarios being created on S4 HANA. So this, this, this ISLM framework, it is in charge for, for the lifecycle management of these machine learning models, whether it is in the embedded part, as we discussed in podcast four, or in the side-by-side -side models in, that we are discussing now in the podcast five. These signatures for these REST services um, for the model consumption is pretty much scenario specific. For example, uh, when you uh, have forecast revenue for a sales order or if you are predicting some um, 
prediction delays in any uh, service order items. Uh, it is handled by the machine learning logic that is available in the ABAP class, which is implemented in your uh, core S4 HANA application. But then this corresponding machine learning model is uh, uh, built in the SAP data intelligence. So now let us go further down and then understand in a bit more in detail, uh, a little more into the aspects of how these uh, inference, uh, these training pipelines and inference pipelines are created. So before going there, one important point, uh, the machine learning logic that the ABAP class is written is written into is that is basically registered to the intelligence scenario on the S4 HANA side, right? And you will have this across, this will be typical across all the machine learning use cases. Uh, this, the ABAP classes are standardized by implementing these interfaces between the SAP data intelligence and S4 HANA. Uh, now, uh, once you write this class and this your intelligence scenario is finalized, then it is published and then the scenario runs. That is the overall uh, process. Uh, you create the class, you implement the class, and when you implement the class, you connect to the machine learning model that is built on the data intelligence, SAP data intelligence side. And then once that is done, you publish the class and then you publish that above class and then you're done with, uh, you publish the intelligence scenario and then you're done with the overall process there. So now let us continue. Uh, so that's the overall process. Now let us go one step further, one step behind and now see, because for the customers, it's always tough to understand uh, which technical and business prerequisites are required to train and consume these different machine learning scenarios. Because you have huge, um, uh, you, you will need to have uh, enough amount of data available in place for training of this machine learning algorithm. So let us go a bit more into this uh, uh, topic uh, before we wrap it up, right? So generally, the training process is triggered by the uh, ISLM framework for any intelligence scenario. Uh, so what happens is that you have your... Um, ISLM framework, uh, you get the scenario ID from your uh, machine learning logic or whatever, and then you kind of uh, go and leverage the machine learning utility, get the scenario ID, you have your scenario ID, you um, get the training from the machine learning utility, and you get your endpoint or whatever from your SAP data intelligence and get the training URL. And once you get the training URL, you create this RESTful service with the client and you push the training URL and then you get the particular uh, train training done on the particular data that you have pushed. And once that is available, uh, you publish, uh, you you finish your training and then you get a particular model version is created. So this is how typically you do the training uh, and the training process, how it is kind of triggered from your ISLM framework on the S4 HANA side. 
and then you get your training data, finish the training data and get the model version. Once the training is done, the next step is the inference processing, right? Inferencing, meaning applying this training data in a realistic application, uh, which is where you are, this is triggered by the machine learning application again on the S4 HANA side or a third party application that you have. Again, here what happens is your machine learning application, it consumes the input or whatever is taken, it gets the endpoint from your machine learning utility uh, and the SAP data intelligence provides this inference URL um, and then you create a, a restful service with that particular inference URL and then you get the particular, uh, the particular client that is needed and then you consume the information and then the results are provided back to the uh, machine learning application. So in a, in a way, um, uh, broadly defining, you do the uh, training, um, uh, which is triggered on the ISLM side in the S4 HANA, and then you get the training results uh, because your application is on the S4 HANA side, on the S4 HANA stack, but your machine learning models and your data and everything is residing on the SAP Cloud Platform and Data Intelligence, right? So that is how your training is done. In the same way, your inference engine or the inference pipeline, you have these two different pipelines. You use the inference pipeline, you again push, uh, apply the same data uh, the on the real data, the model that you have built, and then you get the results uh, which are consumed into your uh, machine learning application. So typically what happens is that uh, to see uh, um, there are few basic steps in the training and inference pipelines. In the training, uh, just to highlight, in the training, you will the steps involved are reading the training data, from the CDS extractor, applying the data filter, which is optional, then transforming the training data, saving the training data, then training the algorithm, and then saving the trained model, and then provide the model metrics. And then at the end, you can delete the training data if there are no deltas. So that's how the training part is handled. On the inference side, you have you read the training model and then you create the restful listener and then you apply your inference requests and then you provide your inference metrics and then later on you return your inference results, uh, whether it is your including your metrics data and then finally you drop your trained model. So that is what is uh, how you handle your training and the inference pipelines as part of the data intelligence, uh, uh, the side-by-side -side models leveraging the data intelligence. So with this, uh, just to quickly wrap it up, what we have done is that we have discussed on the side-by-side -side machine learning model concepts with the uh, uh, detailed analysis of how uh, you have, you, how you could leverage, how you can build a machine learning service on the SAP Cloud Platform side, leveraging your AI foundation services or your data, SAP data intelligence, and how these uh, services are consumed by your S4 HANA applications or your third-party applications. So with this, I would like to kind of wrap up the podcast five. 
um, feel free to uh, provide any thoughts or any questions um, by putting it uh, putting your thoughts in the um, uh, blog series that I have. Uh, typically, the way I'm running this podcast series is typical to the blog series, uh, so that you can go back there and you can provide thoughts on this. I'll also try to link each of these podcast sessions onto the blog series so that you can see and you can uh, uh, validate or you can get to learn more about this. And like I've always mentioned, um, there is a beautiful book which we have co-authored, me and my colleague, Dr. CR. Uh, and that book is available to get much more detailed concepts of how do you implement uh, machine learning with S4HANA. So with that, I will end this podcast five. Uh, I hope you all had a uh, nice time listening into this. I appreciate your time in listening to this session, uh, the podcast. Uh, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are uh, listening in from. Have a wonderful day or evening. Uh, stay safe. Thank you and take care and stay safe. Uh, and good night and good luck. Bye-bye.